You know that super easy checkout experience you enjoy on Amazon and Uber? Today we're learning from the person behind the company that enables that experience. Someone who thinks there's a big opportunity in hospitality to remove pain from payments and elevate your guest experience. Stick around to learn how. This is Hospitality Daily, the show that helps you stay informed and inspired each day by the most interesting people in hospitality. My name is Josiah McKenzie, and my goal is to help you reconnect with why you work in this industry and get fired up to go out there, delight others, and reach your goals. Let's get started. To say our guest today has had an interesting career is an understatement. James Lemon grew up in hospitality, literally, at his family's bed and breakfast and ended up working in strategy for IHG, one of the largest hospitality brands in the world. After a number of other leadership roles in hospitality, he founded and led a hospitality mentoring platform before taking his current role as the global lead for travel, leisure, and transport at Stripe. Here's James explaining what Stripe does. So Stripe builds payments and financial infrastructure largely for the internet economy, but increasingly for the in-person experience as well. So over the last 10 years, if you've ever had a lovely kind of payment experience online, you're like, oh, my payment type's been remembered, or it's just one or two clicks. That's probably Stripe. And the big success story has been its marketplace technology. So this is the idea that you might make a payment on a, a ride sharing app or a food delivery app. We all know who the big ones are. And you pay once, but that money is then split it then moves between potentially you know, a grocery store or a restaurant. The platform takes a margin. There might be a small payment going to a rider or a driver as well. That, that kind of revolution in you know, not sending invoices, not reconciling, not arguing over commission fees has enabled those companies to grow to immense scale and, and strikes behind, I think, something like 75 of the top, world's top 100 marketplaces. That technology is just amazing if you think about just how manual back offices are in, in hospitality. They also do, you know, we have terminals, we, we manage online subscriptions, we do issuing, so kind of virtual cards. But the way I think about it, you know, 15 years in hospitality now and a year in travel is I think Stripe, most of the C-suite challenges I think hospitality are dealing with have payments somewhere in their challenge or somewhere in their opportunity. And so for me, the kind of the idea of booking direct, how do I make sure a customer loves my hotel website and they choose me over an OTA? Or if I'm an OTA, hey, how do I make sure they come to me and not my not my competitor? If I run a tour in San Francisco, how do I make sure if someone lands on my website, you know, they feel really confident and, and are able to book out that yeah, check out without friction. And then behind the scenes, you've got these huge networks of franchise hotels, or if you're an OTA, you know, you're aggregating the world's travel content. Well, why on earth are we still doing that with invoices and after the fact kind of payments when we already know there's this technology that's been out there for five or 10 years? So that's kind of what Stripe does. And I suppose my, my, my job is to line that up with some of the big strategic challenges and opportunities of the hospitality industry, which is easy to do because I think it's a great fit. Well, I appreciate you walking uh, through that. And I was talking to someone yesterday who was speaking to the importance of uh, fintech or financial technology, right? It may not be the first thing that we think about when it comes to innovation or the guest experience, but it can also be a source of friction if it's not done well, right? So you keep handing over a credit card two, three times yeah. at booking, at check-in, at check-out. It's over and over again. And you spoke to Uber being an example of this, but it seems that our expectation is set by these other companies where we expect frictionless interactions with the businesses that we work in that we're 
that we work with, and that applies to hospitality as well. Yeah, right? yeah, absolutely. Of, of course, it does. I mean, uh, we we all talk about this golden age of hospitality, right? Whereas all about the experience. And for me, whether you're on a business trip or personal trip, your your focus, your time you should a hundred percent be in the moment. Whether it's signing that deal or working with that client, or whether it's be you know time with your family or friends and, and disconnecting. So any opportunity to re- you know, make payments invisible, you know, not force you to get your kind of credit card out, um, or just, yeah, just reduce that admin of like, wait a minute, you, you, you've seen me before and you, you, you've, I, you took my credit card details online. So now when I'm at the front desk and it's late at night and I just want to go to my room, why are you forcing me through all of this again? And, and you're absolutely right. You know, the cliche is probably kind of Amazon in the e-commerce space and Uber in the kind of, you know, real world space of like, huh, they've actually solved it. And both of those have of big Stripe customers. So it's really, it's really trying to tell the story, but then ultimately make it a priority for the hotel chains, for the car rental companies, experience providers of our industry to go, right, no, no, this is easier than we think. You know, I don't have to build this myself in the same way that we might use Amazon Web Services. We don't have to become experts in, in the cloud infrastructure. Like that's kind of where Stripe's trying to position itself in the industry. Like let us take care of that really easy to plug in anyone can do it and then you're off and running and you can go back to just obsessing about your customers and making sure the rest of the experience is right that's great so for listeners that are listening to this and say yes i i want that i am interested in thinking about creating a a frictionless experience for my guests i'm curious what your advice would be for people evaluating and shopping for this type of technology you've worked at ihg you've worked on many different aspects of the hospitality ecosystem how should people think about beginning that journey? Yeah, I think the, the hospitality industry probably doesn't always know where to start. I think the first is you do have to just get out in the industry and see what's out there, right? And I noticed this when I was at the GrowthWorks kind of running innovation hubs for for companies like IHG. Yeah, the only a few executives in the company, I think can, in any company can really say, yeah, you know, I'm going to enough, you know, trade shows and exposing myself to enough ideas, or even, hey, I'm, I'm picking up the phone to the odd sales outreach on LinkedIn. And, and I'm finding out about it. I, th- I think Muse is a great example, right? I think I saw top 50 startups come out in, in somewhere on LinkedIn today, and Muse is at the top. And that's not just hospitality startups, that's startups, period. So if you're in a hotel chain right now, yeah. and at some point, you haven't thought, I should just take a call and see what that fuss is about. Then I think as a business and as an exec, you're probably doing yourself a bit, a bit of a disservice. So I think, look, if you're thinking about payments, you're like, how do I drive more direct bookings? Or how do I streamline those B2B systems so that I'm not sending all these invoices? We're cutting out on the night audit. We're not constantly arguing with franchise owners about what guests we saw and how much we owe. You know, there are probably two or three payment companies that can handle that. And yeah, yeah, we're probably at the same events and we're both on Hotel Tech Report and and you can find us. So I think there's definitely like, there's an education piece. And then I think there's a a kind of a a meet and greet and engagement piece. And then I think for me, it's all about proofs of concepts now. Again, we've been talking as an industry about being agile, but, but it's, that in itself can be misconstrued and we just end up bringing in a bunch of agile consultants and calling everyone product managers and we think we've done it. But it's it's just how do you break it down to the smallest possible piece of work? So you might just go, right, you know what, country where we know this is a big problem, we're going to take six months and we're going to put you know, Stripe and one other kind of running the websites or running the terminals. And then at the end of that six months, we're going to check the ROI. Right. Do we feel like we're converting more people direct? Are guests happier? You know, does staff feel like they've saved time? And I think these proof of concepts again are, 
and not something the industry's naturally got a muscle for. I think we go, right, we as a hotel chain, we can do three things this year. We're going to put X million dollars behind each one. Let's Let's go. And so inevitably, you fall into bed with very, very big companies who te- sell the dream that, hey, we've, we've got this. And everything just ends up, I think, a bit bigger than it needs to be. So I think for on behalf of all of the hospitality startups out there, please, you know, scan the market, you know, meet some new startups, and frankly, get a few piloted in your hotels. And I think that's that's got to be the spirit of the industry is we're not afraid to try stuff. We're not afraid to share what works. And we're not afraid to give feedback to startups if they're if they're not ready. That's a hallmark of of great technology companies I've seen is that rapid iteration of testing and learning and testing and learning. And it applies to anyone running a hospitality business as well. Try things, right? It's easier than ever to try things. I'm curious, you mentioned some extraordinary examples of Amazon and Uber. As you kind of look at your client base within hospitality, is there one that stands out to you as a, a great implementation of Stripe and the technology that you offer? Yeah. Great, great question. There are lots, right? I think, I think if you, if you think about the, the technology provider space, you know, I've got to give a big shout, shout out to people like, yeah, like Muse and Cloudbeds in the property management space, like Fair Harbor in more the kind of experiences space. So these are companies that are building full stack solutions for their customers, right? So that's your, that's your hotels, that's your, your tour guides. And they, they obsess about, right? How do we help with direct bookings? How do we streamline operations? How do we make payments simple? And so, so that's great because they can white label Stripe and Stripe can turn up as part of a whole solution that works. So I, I really admire that those guys are thinking about fintech where those, they're thinking about, hey, what services are holding back our, our respective industries? So I think, I think that's great. But I suppose even more, you have to admire these very established global companies where the CEO has gone. Yeah, we haven't moved fast enough and we are going to transform. So, you know, quite publicly, companies like Hertz have come out and said, over the next few years, Stripe will be running all of our websites and all of our franchisees will have Stripe terminals. And hey, we might launch a subscription product in a few years' time. And, and we know that Stripe is the one partner that we can always turn to. We go, this is the idea we've got next. You know, have you guys got something in that toolkit that can that can help? I think that's huge. Uh, other brands that we that we work with that I really admire and are kind of part of the reason I, I work at Stripe are people like the Hoxton Group and Lifehouse, Sonda. Some of the people who are kind of coming out the gates, going, you know what? We're creating really authentic experiences that are really different. So Sonda, it's much more about kind of high class apartments, but quite low touch. Yeah, a Hoxton and Lifehouse too. It's about well, hey, we want to hide some of that tech. We want to make it much more about kind of authentic neighborhood experiences. So it almost doesn't matter what experience you want to create if you if you're committed to innovation, and they're all of a similar DNA, and that they go, hey, we we want to have our own tech team. We we're blending hospitality and tech in order to create our experiences. I think these are the these are the companies that you've got to be following on Instagram, following on LinkedIn, and, and watching when they turn up at industry events. Well, I think you bring up a really interesting point because there could be an opportunity to work directly with a company like Stripe as, as an organization, but it, it sounds like there's also this opportunity to look at your other technology partners, you know, whether it's a property management system or other and think about, okay, not just the tech you have, but who are your partners and who are the, what are the underlying piping that is enabling this experience, right? But just so I understand, is it like a Hoxton yeah. working directly with you or no, that's or exactly right. So they, they okay. have that, you know, they have a, a CTO and they have, you know, development resources in house. And they're like, right, 
you know, we're going to build our own booking engine. We're going to book our own build, book our own payment system. You know, of course, behind the scenes, you know, they're using you know, Oracle Opera. They're not literally building PMSs from scratch, but they're committed to you know, hey, we, you know, we have a solid view of our tech stack. We know what what we want it to be like. I'm not saying it's an easy job at all. You know, if you are a top 10 chain and you are asked to draw your technology stack today, especially if you include kind of payment providers in that, chances are you've spent decades leaving a lot of it up to your hotels. And that's a blessing and a curse. It's a blessing because actually in those hotels, you probably have the next 20 amazing startups. You know, if I take a startup, uh, like when we used to do this, uh, run innovation hubs for, for hotel chains, we used to find startups like Oki and Day Use. They were in hundreds of small hotels within a chain and the head office didn't even know. So straight away, you could be like, hey, you could roll this out as a brand standard. And here's all the data points because you've effectively been running a pilot just by simply ignoring this this area of innovation. So I think I think it's a blessing, but it's also a curse because again, for something like payments, you know, if you have hundreds of owners, they've probably all been using systems and tools, you know, given by their bank, which means you've just got this completely different customer experience when you're checking out, whether you're checking out in the US or you're visiting a hotel in Europe or Asia. And does it matter if you're a loyalist to a brand and you're going to book with them no matter what? you're going to get by, right? You're going to be like, I, I just have to put up with this. But if you are, you know, 40% of people are not quite that brand loyal or, or they're even becoming kind of almost OTA dominant, right? That's kind of where they start. Well, every hotel chain has a chance to win that booking. You know, at some point, I always think when, you, when you're searching on an OTA, you always go to the hotel's website just to kind of just check the facilities, check the rates, check the price, maybe check, even check the location. Like, is this really where I want to be? Um you've got a chance to win the booking then. So if they can check out on your site, we've got a great new product called Link, where if we've ever seen your credit card before, and we've seen 90% of credit cards in the world now, you can check out in six seconds, even if it's a site the guest has never been to before. And that's the kind of thing that will keep them on your site instead of, oh, you know what? I've got to go and get my credit card from my wallet. I can't even be bothered. And, you know, then they just go back to booking.com and Expedia, which is just much more likely to have one-click checkouts. They're much more likely to have saved your payment method. They even, you know, they'll be introducing things like buy now, pay later soon with Affirm and Klarna. They're just giving consumers so many options that convert really well. You know, it's really hard for a hotel to keep up with that unless it goes, you know what? This isn't my area of expertise. I'm going to hand it to Stripe. You guys need to make my website convert. That's that's what we love. Most hotel bookings have taken <laughs> me a lot more than six seconds. So there's an opportunity here to make life better for your guests and grow your business and build competitive advantage doing so. Before we go, I want to let you know about a few more things. First, if you haven't done so already, subscribe to this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or your favorite app to stay inspired each day by actionable insights from the most interesting people in hospitality. Second, I've started sharing videos and photos from the stories on this show on Instagram and YouTube, so if you'd like to see those or watch along, I encourage you to follow Hospitality Daily there so we can stay in touch. Third, if you'd like to listen to more conversations like the one you just heard, visit this podcast website at podcast.hospitalitydaily.com. I've spent a lot of time building out this website because I want to make it really easy for you to listen to the topics and guests that you are interested in, whether that's culture and leadership or operations or technology or something else. Browse and search the entire library of more than 400 episodes for some of the top leaders and innovators in hospitality at podcast.hospitalitydaily.com. Dot com to get ideas for delighting the people around you and reaching your business and career goals. 
I produce this podcast each day and give it away for free because I want us all to learn and grow together. If you enjoyed today's episode, I just have one favor to ask. Please take a moment to text or email this episode to a friend or colleague who might appreciate it as well. They'll be grateful to hear from you and what we covered in the show can help them as I hope it helped you today. Thanks for listening and I'll see you here tomorrow. 